This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. And one, two, three. All right, Rob Shooter, Garrett here. You are listening right on iHeartRadio to the number 71 ranked <laughs> podcast in all of the iHeartRadio land. How is that possible? We need to put that on a t-shirt. How is that possible? We should put it on a t-shirt. Hey, thank you for listening. We started this podcast a couple of years ago as just two friends. We're the oddest couple. We should have nothing in common. We really shouldn't be mates. And we became friends very quickly. We started this podcast, and the fact that you are listening to it, thank you, we thank appreciate you, it's a joy. It. You know, CBS rebooted uh, The Odd Couple already, so <laughs> maybe we bring it to like a streaming network, maybe like Amazon or Netflix. Right. I think we're more Jurassic Park than Odd Couple. Chris but, Pratt, know. Jurassic Park, no, I think we're dinosaurs. Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park. The original, the original. All right, so Rob Shooter, you are uh, a busy, busy, busy bee. I, it's, a fun, it's a fun gig, so I'm a gossip columnist, and running around town trying to get gossip and stories, and... Um, um, lots of stuff happening. What do you want to kick off well, on? Well, first, let's talk about the fact that your your husband is doing something pretty amazing that uh, many hope to, uh, some never get to do, others get to it, see it's a amazing, show. It's amazing. Your husband is putting on a freaking Broadway he show. He is, he is. The reason I've got a sore throat today is I was up late last night, not drinking, unfortunately. Bruce is having auditions. So Bruce and his songwriting partner, Barry Manilow, that, that guy, you You're might right. have heard of him, uh-huh. they wrote a musical and it's taken them um, a, a process to get it to New York. It's coming to New York in February and they're in the middle of auditions right now. That's so awesome. last night. Tickets uh, on sale now? Tickets on sale, oh. Harmony, a new, new musical.com. And so... Uh, um, 
they had auditions last night, and I'm so lucky. I, I have nothing to do with the show. I have no you business get to be in a cheerleader it. But they allowed the me to sit in on the auditions. Exciting. And I'd never seen anything like it. I felt like I was in an episode of Fosse Verdon. <laughs> like it, it's exactly what you see. It's did a very big, well at the Emmys. It's a, big, did, 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 it's a big scary room with a with a piano and a table at the front, like American Idol. And there's three, four people sitting there, and these actors walk in and they sing 16 bars of a song, and then they read several pages of the script, and then they're told to or asked, please wait outside for a couple of minutes, and then somebody comes out and tells them either goodbye or hang out for an hour and you'll do a dance audition. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> it was you, like fame. You, you being the, the fly on the wall for a Broadway audition, yes. essentially, in your mind where you're going, <gasps> no, no, I, wanted, I got told off all the time because <laughs> I, I wanted to clap. Hey, you in the there, there, shut up. Every time someone came, no, I was, I was the Paula Abdul of this. I was so <laughs> into it and I'd never seen it before and in life, when you get to experience something really new, it's yeah. really fresh and so I sat there with big Guys, and every time someone came in, I was like, Oh, I love like, oh, him. And like, this, this, the cast is, I think, of like 1920. I would have cast 75 people, like, it would have been <laughs> grand opera. And so, I just was, it's amazing. But you know what? This it's a really good lesson out of this, though, too, is that we audition every day, maybe not like that, but right. for job interviews. That you don't know about, or we yeah, go, of course. And, and it's so interesting. You're on from the minute you arrive. So, there's somebody that sits outside the audition rooms and a assistant with a, a pen and paper right. and a clipboard and she reports back everything you say outside to the people inside interesting so when people come in there was one girl who came in and was like i don't know why i'm here i don't even like theater the lady outside the assistant made a note of that and passed it on to the people Itchy inside woman. when i worked for jennifer lopez jayla used to always say the minute she left her house, her apartment, oh, she was J-Lo. 100%. In the car, she was J-Lo. In the elevator, she was J-Lo. And she was not not J-Lo until she, she got home. She walked back in the house. It's fascinating. The other thing, too, is the people that are going to get offered the parts are not just talented. They fit into the puzzle. Of course. So often in life, you go for an interview and you don't get the job and you're devastated and you think you're not very talented or not very good. It's not true. They're looking for something and there was people there that they loved. There just wasn't a role for them. If it was a different show yes. at a different time. Or if, they they had, if it was a bigger budget 100%. and they had like 100 cast members. Like Jerry O'Connell. Let's, let's brilliantly you, talented. Brilliantly talented. Probably he was top four or five to get the job that Ryan C. Chris has right now with Kelly Ripa. Yes. So he was great, great, talented, looked good on TV, just didn't fit what they were didn't looking fit. for. And part of the reason is ABC was looking to do a deal with Ryan to keep Idol yep. and to keep all this stuff. So Ryan had an advantage. Ryan's very talented. Uh, as, no as he always does on, but, on many of us. Yes, but it was a big deal he had with the network. So you're not going to beat that. I went up for an interview recently. Yeah, where he's, were you? Yes, he's uh, doing a morning show. So yeah. He's doing a morning show here in New York and they asked me to go into audition for it. And I went up to 30 Rockies, part of NBC Universal, and I went up there and did like a conference call video, and I did a tap dance from the minute I walked in the door. See, I, I, I've seen the Rod oh, Shooter I can tap. put on a show. It's it, it's the equivalent <laughs> of walking in, t, uh, you know, when you walk into your house and it's the lights are all off, and Boom. all of a sudden the lights turn on, and now it's your house. There you go. That's Rob Shooter. I, I will put on a show. So I did my tap dance, and now ultimately, I was good. Right. I, I, if they 
they're looking for a British guy who's 46 years old, I'm going to get this job. If they're looking for someone that's 22, I see, who's I would blonde. Put, I would have put you at younger. I would have put you at like 40. 46? No, I would have put you at I, I, I love being 46. I, I know, but I would have put you at 40. Uh, I'm going to be 35 in a few weeks. And I would have put you at 12. Oh, thank no. you very much. <laughs> no, that's an awful that thing to say. That would have been awkward, me and you very, hanging out. That's a very awkward thing. <laughs> so, but, but, but it's such a good lesson, because I do know we all go on interviews, we go on job interviews, we go on dates. So do you think you got the job? And, no, I don't think this is the right fit for me, but what it is, is E wants to do a whole 24-hour of live programming Kinda eventually. Like so just the fact that they now know who I am, I'm not going to get this job. But I'm going to get another, a really interesting Broadway story. Ben Platt, who became a star from Evan Hansen, yep. and now he's in The Politician. He has a, an album out. He auditioned for, for a show years ago, and he didn't get it. But they remembered him. So when the songwriters, when the creative team wrote Evan Hansen, ah. they were like, oh, remember that kid we saw five years ago? He was in Pitch Perfect? That's how they found him. Yeah, he was like a background actor, a small, small role in Pitch Perfect. Because you've been here so long. Like, what is it now, 15, 20? How long yeah, you, uh, going on 17 years. So You've not really been on a big job interview in seventeen. I, yeah, I, I've done in, I've done auditions Got for it. things here and Do there. Do you get nervous? Uh, uh, you tend to because it's new, and right. when something's so new, you you tend to don't know what to think and expect it. But I've learned you just kind of have to go in there, kind of like you said, turn it on and own you the turn room. It on, but be yourself. Oh, of course. And like, so I'm a, I'm I'm a fifty. Nervous. Yeah, maybe I'm a fifty percent more heightened version of how ridiculous I really am. <laughs> so I don't pretend to be somebody else, but I do turn it up a notch. Right. Maybe several. Maybe All too right. many notches. Well, let's jump into uh, some things that are happening right now. Uh, let's start off with the the Demi Moore book wow. that pretty much is throwing Ashton Kutcher under the bus. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, under the bus or just telling the truth. Like, we were talking about well, this yesterday I, I get in my it's telling the truth, yeah. Rob, uh, but at, at what expense? She's benefiting off of it. She's making money off of the, the story. Ashton Kutcher's relationship, it's, it's, it's the equivalent of the ex that wouldn't let go. I, I hear I, that. I feel I that. feel like this is her story to tell. This happened. I believe I every word of it. And I think that um, I'm happy she told it. I think it's really cathartic to tell your story. Could have she told it to her therapist or her girlfriend? Right, yes. exactly. Did she have to do it in a book? I don't know about that. And how does Ashton Kutcher play it off? Like, well, we're talking about that. What should he do? So yesterday in my office, we had reporting that he will not respond. Uh, so he can't. He can't respond. And But he's been asked. Everyone's calling him. ABC. Every network wants to sit down with, with Ashton. It'll be interesting. Next time he does press for a movie or a TV show. This is all anyone's going to talk about. I predict he will never speak about this. He was almost yesterday. He sent out a, a tease of a tweet. Did you see this? Uh, no. He said, I nearly posted a snarky tweet. However, I just looked at my family and my wife. And well, I that's the thing. Like, y you know, that's why I say it's the equivalent of uh, an old relationship, uh, your, your ex holding on to the past. I, it happened, what? Five, six, six, yes, long, yes, about, six yes. years ago, where a lot of things have happened in the middle of that. People have grown, yep. people have moved on, people aren't the same person yep. as they were five, in, six in years ago. In her defense, um, because at the moment, all we've seen is the is the excerpts from a book. So when right. you write a book, the most juicy stuff gets of leaked. Well, but you sell the I'm book. told if you sit down and read the entire memoir, it's much more in context, and it's her whole life. Like she talks about being so poor as a child. She talks about abuse, what her mother did. She talks about being raped. I mean, it's an extraordinary, um, honest memoir. And I think you know Ashton was a big part of that. The, it'll be interesting to see how does he respond. What would you do if somebody comes at you, an ex comes at you with the truth? Right. Let's say, like, comes at you and tells stuff that you did that you shouldn't be terribly proud of. Do you respond or do you ignore it? See, as 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 I've been thinking about this situation, 
I've learned you want to get in front of it, but at what expense? Right. You know what I mean? You don't say anything, it tells a, it tells a story. But not saying anything is a response. Like, that is right. a response, too. It's like when people come at you on social media. Do you? I want to fire back right oh, away. sometimes, But yeah. part of me is like, oh, I make it worse. I make it big. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm you know now what, from uh, the school where I don't, <laughs> I don't punch back that hard. I, I don't punch back that hard, except when you get close to the family and friends. Like, uh, our friend and, you know, boss, uh, Elvis, got married. And, you know, there were some articles here. He was in freaking people and it was fabulous. It's fantastic yeah it looks so, beautiful so the uh i'll call him out by name uh the staten island advance posted a great article they did the great job alvis's husband alex is from staten, staten island, island so that's that as, makes sense as, as am i and uh boy am i ashamed to be from from staten island. why the com- so once you post things on facebook you know how it works people can leave comments oh. the the de- derogatory dummies uh, idiots that you know f- everything from gay memes to to saying the f word, um, just just stupid stuff. Where if you you're listening to this right now and you're from the Staten Island Advance, if those comments aren't deleted, you should be ashamed of yourself as a reporter. Um, and if you are listening to this and left those comments. You're a dirtbag. So uh, Got e- it. e- uh, it's very, very tricky. Uh, and people say awful things. It's awful. It's true, though. Let me be honest. On my website, naughtygossip.com, you no longer can comment. I right. deleted the it, comment it's section. It's the best way. Because what happened is all the people that wanted to comment wouldn't, were, were, were bombarded by this negative e- stuff. Evil, negative, yeah, it's really mean stuff. stuff to... And not truthful. And I was like, I don't need this. And it's Ow. actually my readers who, who sent me texts or right. private messages saying, we don't want to read your site with all these comments. Al and Gore didn't invent the internet for this. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 I know. Oh, oh well, let's, let's end that on a nice note. I couldn't go to the wedding, so I was working yeah. because of Bruce's show. And it's so important, like, f- for you to... Bruce has so little of me, and he's such a great husband that I had to be here for my, my husband's um, Not in the pants situation, though, right? Darling. <laughs> and um, so I couldn't be there, but the wedding was glorious. I just um, kissed and, and hugged Elvis, and, and he's, he's flying high. Oh, yeah, so of course. Happy. Remember being on that high right after... Uh, I'm still on it. I got married six years you're, ago. You, yes, but not as much as you I are. I don't know. I have a really lovely life. I, I married know you do. Really, I know you, and you do, married. Rob a, and may I just say, too, I saw wedding photographs, and you looked very dapper, my friend. Thank was that a much. salmon suit? That, it was like a salmon pink oh, suit. Very, and a three-piece. I yeah, saw three, a waistcoat. Oh, sweating and my balls off. And your wife looked... Oh, that's nice. Well, but, but it's Thank true, you. Though, I was going to talk about how beautiful your wife my, and your my, balls uh, are now in part of the conversation. It was very hot in uh, a three-piece well, thank suit. You. It was the wrong... Thank, I, don't, I should have went two-piece. You should have gone non-piece. I should have went two-piece. She wore your birthday suit. No, not at all. That would have been rude. Not at a wedding. I've been shaved. Your wife looked beautiful. What was your favorite moment of the wedding? The favorite moment? Just... I think when uh, Dr. Oz was sitting up there and uh, he was giving the analogy of, you know, how they say one plus one equals two, uh, and he said that's faulty math, and everybody was like, well, Dr. Oz needs to get an abacus. He's, he's a doctor. <laughs> get he get the calculator, stupid. He shouldn't mess up math. <laughs> yeah, stupid. Uh, but he goes, uh, one plus one equals everyone. It's awfully sweet. Which uh, I, I hit hit me home. It's very sweet. Holding my wife's hand. Oh, and are you having another baby? No way. Oh, man. did you closed. have sex at the wedding? Of course, <gasps> many of times. 
How many times? During the wedding. No, shut up. No, because That's it, why your balls were sweating. Yeah, no, it was because I was wearing a three-piece suit. It was, it was a bad move. <laughs> it was a bad, it was you, a bad let's move. Let's just tell it everybody, the wedding was in Santa Fe. It was in Santa in Fe. September. <laughs> and you decided I'm to wear a wool three-piece salmon suit. It was cotton, but uh, the three two-piece probably would have been, been the way to go, honestly. But the, the wedding, was, the reception was in the hotel, so there was a, a, a very long extended time from uh, the salad and the main course that no one knew what was going on. So we figured stuff to do. Thank you very much. There you go. I, That's thank, how it happened during the wedding. You, I hope you washed your hands. Of course I did. And everywhere else. <laughs> but, you know, just thinking about it now, taking off the three-piece suit. And then I putting put, it back on. I put it back sweat. on. I had the option to take <laughs> off the damn vest, yes, and I put it back on. Back. You know why? Because I didn't want anybody to know. No, I'm going to tell everybody. I didn't want Well, it's too late now. Oh, they all know. It, 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 everybody knows now. It's out there. Garrett had sex that, during that. During that that's wedding. why this is the 71st most 71st. Pop- Let's try and get to 69. Boom, boom. Let's get to 69 or above. Thank you for listening. We appreciate this listening to this dog and pony of a podcast. Uh, thank you. Go see Rob Shooter's hu- go see Rob Shooter's husband's show. Harmony, Harmony Tickets, t- tickets on sale now. Rob Shooter will, will hire you on the spot if you go see <laughs> the right, show. I'll, I'll buy your ticket. <laughs> He'll buy your t- well, no, you'll you'll put him in the cast. <laughs> that's right. That's no one's right. going to make money on this show. You're I hiring to go, everybody. Can't believe I went to the auditions. That, I'm such a, a, a whenever in my life, and I said this to Bruce last night, I was so grateful, but whenever in my life am I going to sit in on Broadway, New York, never, or, never, never. And to see them come in, I was there for like three hours, and I saw people that were nervous. I knew the ones. Did people think you were a part of like the casting? And I had to keep looking at the floor. And there was one person who recognized me from doing TV stuff. And they were like, "Hi, Rob." And I was like, "I'm not here. I'm, I'm not, meant no, to be invisible. I'm not judging this. Put your hands in Stop front of your looking face. at me." And there was one person who came in and sang directly to me and ignored <laughs> the director, the writers. I was like, "What's going on?" Now, see if I was your husband, if I was Bruce, I would I would take that person and say. No. Well, I said to Bruce, Never that person should be hired immediately. <laughs> a great taste. Never here. That's the most talented person I've ever They're met in my life. They're going straight to the that road talented show. person We're I putting want them on the national <laughs> tour. Never in New York. There's a lot of really talented people in New York. Oh, well, uh, you know, I can't wait to see the show. Congratulations. Thank you, Lars. Thank you for listening, and we will uh, talk Once to again, you Once again, it has week. nothing to do with me, but thank you very much. Well, no problem. I'll take credit for it. it. Thank you very much. Guilty as charged. <laughs> This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. 
this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.